Welcome to the Faith Christian Fellowship of Montego Bay's podcast. We are reaching for His glory through building and teaching. I hope you are encouraged and edified by this message. So last week we started looking at the kingdom of God and the goal, the objective of this series is to get the kingdom of God working in your life. It is not enough for you to just be in the kingdom, or as some would say, sitting on the premises and standing on the promise. It's not enough. We want the kingdom to work in your life. Because when the kingdom works in our lives, that is what is going to enable our success. But the kingdom don't just come and work in our lives without our effort. We are the ones that put the kingdom to work in our lives. So it's like you have a car. That car don't take you and put in the driver's seat and then drive itself to where you want to go and take you back. You have to operate that car. So the kingdom of God is of such. You need to put the kingdom to work in your life. So just by saying, Lord, I receive you as Lord and Savior of my life, that's a first step. But that's not enough to put the kingdom working in your life in the way that it ought. So this is why now it is important what the Bible says, seek the kingdom. And we will look at that in subsequent sessions. But seeking the kingdom is about putting the kingdom to work in your life. And all of us have that responsibility individually. It is one thing when we come into a great worship session and we sense the presence of God, we tabernacle, we enjoy the tangible presence of the Lord. But you can enjoy that and go out and still uh, walk in failure and still not experience the victories that God intended for you to enjoy. And there are those of us that after serving God for a certain time, you just can't be satisfied with just being in the kingdom. You want the kingdom to work in your life. Because not only will it enable victory, but it is what will really bring you fulfillment. That's what brings you fulfillment. And so, as we study the kingdom, I am trusting the Lord that we will meet at the place of the kingdom working in our lives. Last week in session one, we read a scripture out of Matthew, how the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. It is among the smallest of seeds. But when that seed, mustard seed, grows into a tree, that tree is among the largest of trees. So the kingdom of God is like that, that it comes into your life and almost seems insignificant. Some people in their mind think it's just about a little peace or securing my eternal life. But if you truly get the kingdom working in your life, 
that thing is going to grow and expand and it, the favor of the Lord is going to cause you to grow in stature, in structure, increase the Bible says, in favor with God and man and you will become what God intended you to be and hence be able to impact your generation in the way God wants you to impact your generation. So we are believing God for the very best that that mustard seed is growing in our lives. Right now, you might be going through a patch. Right now, the tree might not be at the stage that you would want it to be. But if you will keep the kingdom working in your life, I promise you, on the premise of the word of God, that that tree is going to keep growing and growing and growing and growing and growing and you are going to be able to testify to those around you one of these days that the goodness of the Lord has manifested itself in my life in ways that I can't even dream because that's the God we serve. So it's not about just a religion, we belong to a denomination, or we belong to this church, or we belong to this religion. No, it's about moving from one stage to the next. It's about growing in life. It's about being able to serve your gifts to the world. We are excited about this journey. I want to take some time out as we get going in to read from St. Matthew chapter 13. We're going to read verse 45 and 46. The kingdom of God is exciting when you get into it. You know, there is just nothing better than what God has to offer. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Now, we're not talking about an up-and-coming merchant. We're talking about, if you look at it carefully, it's talking about an established merchant. So, in other words, this man knows his stuff. He knows what his goods should look like. And it says, the kingdom of God is like a merchant man seeking good pearls. How I many of you have ever gone into a, maybe a store or even a market somewhere to shop and you take time walking around looking for what you want and maybe you found something that you put in your trolley but then after a while you found something else and you say I think this one looks better than that one. So you change because you feel like you are coming up on something better. And maybe even change again. If you have the time to be walking through the store, you go through to find the very best of what you're looking for. So the kingdom of God is like a merchant man seeking good pearl. Who when he had found one pearl of great price, and it's not just great price in terms of the dollar amount, but the value. When he found one pearl of great price, went and sold 
all that he had bought this one pearl. Why? Because this one pearl is of such value that it covers the value of everything else that he has. And the Bible says the kingdom of God is like this. You know, we sang this morning, I could search for all eternity long. And some people have searched. You've come upon different things in life. And some of them might have seemed satisfying along the way. But they leave no value at the kingdom of God. It says, when this man found the pearl of great price, in this case, the kingdom of God, he traded everything. We sing sometimes, I'm trading my song. I'm trading my shame. Why? Because we are convinced in our hearts that the greatest value that we could ever come into covenant with and could ever have in our lives is the kingdom of God. You talk about value-added stuff. That's a word that is used all over the world. The kingdom of God is the greatest value that you can add to your life. Because it will affect every aspect of your life. God intended it that way. And God is depending on you to put the kingdom first in the circumstances of your life. And allow God to continue to work in and through you to will and to do of his good pleasure. The kingdom of God at every angle, at every time of life is the best that you could ever have in your life. And ain't nothing to compare to the kingdom of God. I received the kingdom in my life many, many years ago. And I never dreamed that it would grow into the kind of tree that it is today. I just simply want, never wanted to go to hell. But I realized that there's much more to God than that. Of course, you know, it's a good thing not to want to go to hell. But as I said, there's just much more to the kingdom of God than not going to hell. So the most important key to success in life is to be valuable. The most important key to success in life is to be valuable. We read from the scriptures in Matthew about the value of the kingdom of God. God put it forward. Dr. Miles Monroe once said that if you want to be successful in life, don't seek success. Seek to be a person of value. If you want to be successful in life, don't seek success. Seek to become a person of value. Seek to offer something to your environment, your generation, something that they can't do without. If you offer something that your environment can't do without, then you are a person of value and they will have to pay you for that thing. So the most important key to success is to be valuable. What you offer will determine your value 
or your lack thereof. If you don't offer something, then you will be at the mercy of the systems of this world. And that is why you have to put yourself in a position to offer something that your environment needs. I was on an aircraft in Montego Bay, about to depart for the United States. And just when the captain was about to back up the aircraft, he announced that they realized that the wiper on the windscreen wasn't working and it was raining and rain was forecast, forecasted for the destination of the aircraft likewise. So they had to get it fixed. So we are going to be delayed for about 15 minutes as they get someone to repair the wiper. But he came back and announced about five minutes that unfortunately we're going to be delayed for about an hour because the man who was supposed to fix wiper was half an hour away from the airport and they had to get him to the airport and he would take maybe about 20 to 30 minutes to work on the wiper so we had to be delayed. The point I'm making is, as valuable as the captain was to the aircraft, because he was going to fly the aircraft to the United States, the wiper man was equally valuable, because he couldn't move that aircraft, although the wiper man was 30 minutes away from the airport, they had to wait, get police escort, to take that wiper man to the airport for him to repair it wipe on the aircraft so the aircraft could go on its way. I am saying to you that being valuable doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do what other people do or what look good on other people. You must put yourself in a position that you offer something that your environment can't do without. This wiper man probably never been to a university, never studied for many years like the captain of the aircraft, but he was valuable. And guess what? He charged, I'm pretty sure he charged to fix that wiper and they pretty much had to pay because of what was necessary. So sometimes people who are born again, who are on their, their way to heaven, can be so disconnected from realities that we think, well, I go to church and I'm born again and when we go into our worship services, what we feel and all that kind of stuff, and you think that gets you the success that you want. That is important to be born again and to be in good worship services and to sit under anointed word and all that kind of stuff. But for you to be successful in this life, real success, you need to become a person of value. You need to offer something that your environment needs. And I know, I, I can hear the religious folks. You know, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And I don't care what anybody say. I know that I'm a person of value because I've been bought by the blood and washed by the blood and 
I am a child of the king. I'm the apple of his eye and all of that. And I know that I'm valuable because I'm in Christ Jesus. I am not arguing about who you are in Christ Jesus and that if your eternity is secured or, or anything like that. But I can tell you that after almost 40 years of serving the Lord, I have been around, I have seen, and I've still seen many, many people who have gone hard for God, but they're not successful. And the missing element is because they did not make themselves people of God. Just being busy does not mean that you're a person of value. You have to take the time off to put it yourself in a position to be a person of value. And you know, for those who say I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, and I, I know that I am valuable and nobody can tell me otherwise. That's one of the problem right there. Because if only you know that you are valuable, then your value is severely compromised. For you to be successful, other people need to know that you're valuable because they're going to need to pay for your services by your products. They need to know that your value is out there, is worth it. And I challenge you this morning to get yourself in a position that you are a person of value. Jesus said in John, hearing is my father glorified when you bear much fruit. That means you bear much fruit, meaning much people can be ministered to by those fruit. What is your value? What do you offer? What are you planning to offer? What crisis, crises can happen that would require them to call you? What do you offer? What is it that can happen in your community that would lead the people in your community to come look for you to solve the problem? What do you offer? And this is why education is important because it helps to sharpen your skill so that you can become a person of value and that value is irresistible. And when I say education here, I am not necessarily talking about going to the highest universities of the world and spending four or seven years. And that is important. That's one side of it. That is very, very important. But it is not limited to that. When I talk about education here, it's like what we talked about last week about learning. So you go and learn how to sharpen your skill so you can be in a position to offer something worthwhile. So you might need to do a course to become an electrician or something. It might not necessarily require going into a university and boarding and all of that kind of stuff, but sharpening your skill. This is why it is so important to identify your gifted. Talk about potential there. So when we identify our potential and sharpen that potential and is ready to offer it to the world, 
you are a person of value. About uh, a year ago, I was looking for someone that deals with automatic gatecode. And I spoke to about three or four people who should know. And all of them, they don't know each other. They're from different corners of Montego, St. James, I would say. And all of them pointed me back to one person. And I said to myself, well, this is a man of value. Because anyhow you want your gate opener to work the work on, most likely you're going to be pointed in his direction. He's not flying here now. He's not a member of parliament. He's not teaching in the classroom, but he's a man of value because people need their automatic gate opener installed and serviced and all of that. This man offers that service to the degree that he's respected by those who know what it is like to offer that service. He probably can't stand up in a classroom and teach 20 students. He probably can't be the head of the passport office in Jamaica, but he's still a man of value because he offers something that is environment need. What do you offer? Oh yes, I know you're a child of the king. That is absolutely important. But what problems do you solve? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say to you this morning that it is important to make the sacrifices for two years to do extra classes. It might be tough, but you go to work and leave work at five or six or whatever time and do extra classes for a couple of hours. It is important to do that or to do short courses that will sharpen your potential so that you can become a person of value. It is important to do that than just to focus on working and getting your paycheck. Oh yeah, I know you have kids and other obligations and it might be tough to make that sacrifice, but it will be worth it in the long run. It's not forever. It might be a year, it might be six months, it might be two years, it might be three years. You need to become a person of value. You can't become a person of value by doing nothing. There might be a season that you have to take a job that pays you less just to become a person of value. And then you really transition into what you want to do rather than taking a job that pays you more, but you cannot increase your value. Sometimes we get distracted by the money at the moment, but we're not looking at the value, the long-term value. God wants you to position yourself as a person of value so that you can become successful. Some people have spent the last 5, 10, 15 years avoiding the responsibility of increasing their value, developing their potential to the place of becoming a person of value. You've got many opportunities to do courses 
but you didn't take it. You found all kinds of excuses. And I'm telling you that one of the biggest hindrances to success is making excuses. You came up with the kind of excuse why you can't do this and you can't do that. And the very people that you complained to did the same thing. So they know it can be done. There's no success that is easy in life. All that comes easy. It is going to take some sense. And maybe you'll develop one area of your potential, but there are other areas that need to be developed. You see, even in this period where things are challenging and all that is happening with COVID and all that kind of stuff, there are so many people of God believers that could be in a better position, but you ignore what God was saying to you a year or two ago. If you're going to become a person of value, you have got to put in the work. God is dependent on you. And sometimes, you know, in life, we do more to decrease our value than to increase our value. This is why we talk about the kingdom system. We talk about the networking of the principles of the kingdom of God. Because the principles that you are operating on would very much be decreasing your value. But we promise you, we know that promotion comes from the Lord. And not just promotion in the institution that you're working but promotion in life we know that the principles of the kingdom of god ensure promotion will enable you to increase your value and that is why we introduce to you the kingdom of god it's your best option there is no better option for man than the kingdom of god if you look at the life of Jesus, and Jesus came on, if they wanted their dead raised, he raised their dead. He was a man of God. If they wanted their sick healed, they wanted extra wine at the wedding, whatever they wanted, Jesus was able to provide. It's a man of God. And ultimately, the need for redemption. We read in the scriptures that the blood of goats and bullocks, oxen, could not pay for your redemption. The Bible says, without the shedding of his blood, there would be no remission for sins. So when it was time for the redemption of man to take place, nobody else could stand in the precious Lamb of God. No Buddha, no Selassie, no Confucius, no Joseph Smith. The precious Lamb of God died on our behalf so that we could have life and have it more abundant. We thank God this morning for continuing to work in and through our lives. We thank Him for the strength to become people of God. Sometimes we put ourselves in a position where those who don't know God appear more valuable in our communities than us. So people don't come to us to seek solution. They go to the dogs because
they appear more valuable because the only thing we do or we think should be done is prayer and fasting. And again, don't misunderstand me. I'm not undermining the importance of prayer and fasting. That is absolutely critical. But at the same time, you need to become relevant to your generation. You need to put yourself in a position to solve problems in your community, in your home, in your church, in your nation, in your world. God is calling out to you this morning. Kingdom citizen, he desires for you to be a person of value. But I'm trusting the Lord that the kingdom will begin to work in your life. And for those who it's already working, that it would even intensify in your life. Work to new dimension because we can always grow to new levels in God. So either it's going to get going or it is going to improve. The operations of the kingdom is going to improve so that your value can be improved. I'm believing God to work in your life like only He can. We thank you so much for joining us today. God bless you and have a great day. You may contact us by email at fcfmontegobay at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at fcfmobay and on Facebook at fcfmontegobay.